everybody. Welcome in. It's the Mountaineer Sports Insider, Tanner Lambert, Sports Director, over here at U92 The Moose, and we've got Mr. Luke Blaine, or as he wants to be called, I'm not going to say it, but I call him the NPC. Uh, <laughs> that was so the funny. Sports editor. I wish I could have the been Daily there. I wish I could have been there when Brian said that. Oh, dude, it was great. The yeah. Big Mac, Brian McQuillan, a common name drop on this show. We'll get him on yeah. here at some point. Oh, yeah. Talking about something. We'll get a... I'm sure we can make that happen. Big Mac and the Blaine train. Yeah, no, we're not calling you that. Yeah, They are. might. I'm not. Yeah, but who is we? We is the we is the collective. What do you mean? You said we're not calling you that. No. Okay. Everybody on Beat the Clock might. I will not. And since I host the show... You will not be introduced as that. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. It's not happening. I could let us introduce us one day. No, no, it's okay. I could, no, I'll do it. I'll do it sometime. No, Don't you worry. No. I'll, I'll take the weight off your shoulders. It's okay. Um, so, Mr. Blaine. Uh-huh. We've got a lot to talk about today. We do. Don't we? Don't we? Where would you like to start? Well, uh, last night... Uh, looked at our volleyball recap. Here we go. Yeah, we'll we had Ra- we had Rachel write our volleyball recap. Okay. A tough loss, sweep by North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina had 44 kills compared to WVU's 28. Rough, rough night for the Golden Blue. But Maddie McGath had a really good night. Seven kills and five blocks. Okay. I believe WVU had three aces total. So uh, they're at the uh, Duke-North Carolina tournament. I believe they might be playing Duke today. Okay. Um, oh, no, Loyola. Never mind. They'll play Loyola today. That happens at 4 p.m. I'm not sure. I think it might just be – what is that? Oh, I think uh, I think it might be on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, that might be – Do you not know what the ESPN Plus logo looks like, Luke? Well, no, I – I thought no, it's on the ACC network. Oh, so nobody has that. Actually, I have the. It's like, okay, hold on. Let let me go look at this. I trusted you to be able to explain this in full words, and now wait, it's no, not happening wait. because there's the ACC network, then there's ACC Network Plus, and well, it must ACC be ACC Network. It, 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 it was on ESPN's no, Loyola, website. This is on nothing. It looks like is what it looks like to me. Well, I'm seeing a watch live option. Where where do you see that at? At the go to the recap. I'm, oh, that, uh, oh, oh, it w, is on the that, that athletics. There you go. ACC Network's next. Yeah, uh, I think that you can watch it with your. Yes, you can watch it with ESPN your ESPN Plus. Plus. So there you go. Luke was right. I, I was correct as per usual. They, there it goes. I'm back. Mike swung. No, hold on. What did you just say? I said per usual. Per usual, you're right. Yeah. Oh, for the, you know that SpongeBob scene. Which one? No, well, because a, I, I try to quote SpongeBob scenes with you, and you're like, I never watched SpongeBob. No, I'm not a guy that likes it. Yeah. Well, what's your SpongeBob scene? Oh, brother. No. This guy. This guy stinks. Yeah, that, that, that's me talking yeah. to you a lot of the time, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I really. Good Lord, man. You, 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 you kill me. I, I tell you, you kill me. Yeah. But Loyola, um, or no, West Virginia drops to two and two. Yeah. Went two and one last week at the. Uh, they were at College the tournament. Of Charleston yeah, tournament, College yeah. of Charleston. Yeah. So, gonna look to get back there. Get um, back on the in the win column today at four, and I believe they have one more there. I would assume yeah, they play would, Duke tomorrow. Yeah, it's that they play Duke, Duke tomorrow. A, uh, the Duke North Carolina challenge. Remember we were talking about how yeah odd a name that is for a tournament. Yeah, it's that. Man, I mean, I guess to be fair too, College of Charleston tournament's not great either. Yeah. Like, I feel like if, you know, we're hosting a tournament here, athletic department, please use this. Call it the Almost Heaven tournament. Like, mm. let's go. Let's yeah. get that done. 
Book yeah. it, take it, put it on a t-shirt. I'll buy it. Let's go. Exactly. Um, but uh, they do have the Mountaineer Invitational. Well, okay. See, yeah. that's at least a little... Like, I'd rather it be called the Blue Devil Tar Heel Invitational than Duke, North Carolina. That's true. That's yeah. just me, though. Well, next week, they're they're going to have played, like, nine That's how a lot of these are. I think because it's easier... Before they even play here. Yeah, all of these out-of-conference things, it's much easier to just schedule it as a tournament. So, all of these teams only have to travel to one place instead. And that's what they do for the most part as far as the regular season is concerned. Speaking on volleyball, though, did you see the scenes out in Lincoln? Oh, my gosh. What what a scene that That's was. incredible. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. I, I loved it. I watched that, some of it on Wednesday night. Uh, it was during sports night, so I couldn't watch all of it because I had my computer up for notes and whatnot. But 92,003, the most attended women's sports event in the history of the world, was at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. Nebraska swept Omaha. An absolutely amazing night. I don't know if you caught a video of the drone show or anything like oh, that. Oh, yeah. That was really, really cool. And I think something that you know other schools are going to start to do. I saw that Iowa, now oh, this is smart on their part, right? Iowa women's basketball, all-time high right now. Caitlin Clark, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They're going to play a game inside their football stadium. Oh, I, charity. yeah. Is that, <laughs> is that going to be just exhibition? Or? Yeah, it's okay. not going to be a game that counts. However, that is freaking sweet. Dude. Yeah. Like, that would be something that I think people would get behind. Oh, yeah. I would you know? love to see more schools do that and put their like put their women's sports in bigger venues. I mean... It doesn't get much bigger than the Coliseum as far as this place is exactly. concerned. So, like, that I agree with. Um, and, and, you know, we've seen, like, on Education Day and stuff how much they can fill up that place. But I agree. Like, you think about, like, South Carolina basketball or Tennessee women's basketball. You know, these sports, they sell out their home arenas night in night out and i i cannot wait uh i hopefully someday that that is what the coliseum will be like and you know coach kellogg if he starts winning like he yeah. did uh down there in texas he's going to he's going to start to fill that place up more and more every single year and yeah so i'm excited to see what happens with that but yes again volleyball now drops to two and two uh on the season they'll play loyola tonight and duke tomorrow all of this at cameron indoor by the way which is pretty cool yeah you know uh yesterday's against carolina was at uh, Carolina's home gym, but tonight's and tomorrow's are at Cameron Indoor, a place that's, you know, like a hollowed ground, essentially. Duke basketball, the home of Duke basketball, a really, really sweet place that is. So, you know where I'm going to go next, don't you? Where will you be going? Oh, you got the golf kicks off this weekend. <laughs> or tease off. Look at that. Tease off. Yeah, you, you tried. Yeah. The Red Bandana Invitational in Veranova, New York. Why could I not say that? At the Turning Zone Resort. Hosted by the Boston College Eagles, I think. No idea. Don't Boston care College. about Boston. I'm gonna... No, I don't care about Boston. I just know nothing about Boston College. I'm just going <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh... I don't know how much you know about Boston College. Yes, the Boston College. It is the Eagles. That's right. All right. We're there. We are there. So, oh, man. Boston College has got some crazy teams. They got skiing. Sailing. Really? Yeah. Women's hockey. Men's hockey. Fencing. Whew. see what else they got that's different. Collegiate fencing? I bet that's electric. Yeah, uh, it is. Have you ever watched it, actually? I actually, I've never watched college fencing. Wild stuff. Uh, sailing's pretty cool too. Rowing, obviously. Skiing, though, I've never heard of like a ski team. They got men's and women's golf, though. That's pretty sweet. Um, 
All right. The Turning Stone Resort and Casino is where they are playing. Um, now, why on earth it took me to that website instead of the golf courses website? I don't really know. So I'm trying to find out a little bit more about this golf course, and it's it's not working. The Turning Stone Resort Casino website, not not a fan of it. That's oh. a shame. Well, that makes no sense. You have to click on the picture of it to make it work. What? <laughs> what? All right, there's one, two, three, four, five courses at this resort and casino. That is sweet. They got their own golf academy, salmon acres for fishing, the preserve for hunting, and the golf superstore, as well as private golf lessons. And the Sportsplex along with the Golf Academy. That sounds like a fun place. I would, I would like to get out there. Top 50 in the country. So this is going to be a great venue for Sean Kovic and the boys at the Red Bandana Invitational in Veranova, New York. Why, why, Veranova, New York. Say it. Veranova, New York. Why is that so hard to say? I don't know, man. I don't know either. You do more commentating than I do. Yeah, maybe it's because I've literally talked for four hours straight this morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know that that night that might be a that, part that, of that it. could that could have done it. I don't know. Uh, a pretty cool interview dropping later in the MSI podcast, one that's probably my favorite episode I've done. I'd have to. Say. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it sounded. I mean, I was out there for about the last fifteen minutes. It sounded like y'all were having a good time. Yeah, uh, we were. Um, interviewed Lauren Moosebach of the swimming team here at West Virginia University, and that was pretty cool because, you know. She, uh, she's got the name Moose, United Two yeah. Moose. Not bad, not bad. First woman in her family to uh, take on the mantra of the Moose. She says that's cool. That uh, it's gone all the way back to her great grandfather, who was the first Moose in the family, first female to do it in the family. That's pretty sweet. That is pretty sweet. Although she's a Browns fan, not great, mm. not not great, not not. I know, not I know you just love that. No, you know I don't. Yeah, I know. You know, we didn't get to this on Beat the Clock. I'm going to do this very quickly. This will be a one-minute conversation between you and me. What? Right now. Did you see what Dana's team is wearing? The Houston Cougars? Yeah. Those are sweet. They're, they're nice. Yeah. The powder blue belongs to Houston. Yeah. Yeah. It'll just never be. It'll, it'll just never belong to their pro team. Uh, there's uh, one of the guys I like a lot just says, why don't you wear a different shade of blue and just wear the regular uniform and then you'll... Make the Titans feel or look stupid, and they won't wear those anymore. And I was like, oh, "That's a that's not a bad plan." Wait, where the uh, wait, so change what? change the primary color from that dark navy blue in Houston yeah. to that power blue, and keep the current logo for now until they finally are like, "Okay, you can have it back." Yeah. Way of forcing it out. I like it. They not, could not, not a bad. I, plan. I think they could not a bad plan. All right, that's but the enough. legal rights belong to that's the enough. Titans. Yeah, then I'll sell it back to them. Um, that's enough out of you. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Told you one minute. That's all you got. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mountaineer Sports Insider. Always fun. We hope you enjoyed our conversation with Ren Baker earlier this week. We had some issues down here in the studio after the fact. And Luke and I provided a great 10 minutes of context. Unfortunately, we were not able to add that into the episode. Yeah. Uh, and it was frustrating for us. But uh, we hope you did enjoy that episode. Luke, you enjoyed the conversation. That was fantastic. Baker. It was awesome. We really appreciate uh, Director Baker letting yeah. us come by and you know, well, you know he taking up Luke some a, of his time. Luke, a bit of a, a little bit of a baby there. I know. <laughs> space mountain, yeah, man. I know. <laughs> and we were just talking to Lauren out there, and she was like, oh, "Come on, you could jump off the high dive out there at the Milan Park Aquatic Center." Luke it, was like, "No." Well, no, I mean, not, I I think happening. I I could until I learned that it's like actually dangerous to well, do. Yeah, anything's dangerous. Driving a car is dangerous. You, you just gotta yeah. know what you're doing. Yeah. 
I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to diving. That's well, the difference. You. Yeah. Will you? No, I won't. I'd rather see you fail. Now that that would <laughs> <but> that, <laughs> that, that would be fantastic content though. Oh, it would be. It would vi- video, be vid- something. Video of you coaching me in swim and dive. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, a while back it used to air all the time over at the uh, what do you call that? The Innovation Center, whatever, yeah. over at Engineering Station for the Reed College Media. Ben, yeah, Ben Mackey learning ben, ben tennis. Ben Mackey playing tennis. Yeah, against learning tennis. Events to, against a, I think she was like the top seed at the time. That's Kendall Kovic. Yeah, uh, but she she transferred. But yeah, that yeah. that I need to watch it with sound. I've never. Yeah, I, I've only seen it at the Media the Innovation Center. Um, soccer. Speaking on soccer, last night two one loss for the women in Charlottesville. Uh, to the Virginia Cavaliers, they scored in the 85th minute. It was Taylor White, which I think is a good sign. You're seeing a young player score two very important goals from this season, although they've both been in 2-1 losses, fighting back in that second half. Just couldn't find that equalizer to get that to be a 2-2 draw. So uh, they are now 2-3 and three on the season. They are at Liberty on Sunday before coming back home next Thursday right here on U92. The men, tonight, they are at Yale, a team that beat them last season. And so they're going to look to get the win in New Haven, then they'll play at American on Sunday out in D.C., the nation's capital, before coming mm. back home next week and playing here. Uh, games we'll have for you against Portland, uh, number seven in the country, I think, right now is the Portland something or the other. Yeah. Their, their, their picture is a pirate ship wheel. Maybe mm. they're the Armada. I don't know. I have no idea. No idea either for me. But, uh, but you know, uh, d- WVU sports, they like to schedule tough. Like to get yeah, a bunch do. of like to get a bunch of uh, tough contests out of the way early, and I think that that can be better in the long run. Whenever you look at end of the year rankings and stuff like that, but overall, I think in terms of development, I think it's a good thing to do and uh, play against some tougher opponents. Their mascot, the pilots. The pilots. There you go. The Portland pilots. Pilots. Like pilots. a. Okay. But again, with the pirate wheel. Yeah. That's why it doesn't make much sense to me. It's got an anchor in it, too. You see that? That does not make me think pilots. The pilots? Yeah. Oh, you mean you don't drop the anchor whenever you're about to land a plane? No. You know? I mean, I guess you're the pilot, but it's more like the captain of a ship, right? Yeah. You're piloting it. I, I Sure. Yeah, number six pilot shows UCSB. Okay, that's they'll not be my, here next Saturday. That that's not my least favorite mascot mishap. Okay. My, my my least favorite is Toledo, the Rockets. I I, I think that we or no, I think they're the tornadoes. Aren't no, they? the Toledo is the Rockets, pal. Toledo, mm-hmm. the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're right. But I thought it, they were the tornadoes. I think they should be. Who the, are you thinking of? I don't know. Well, no, I'm thinking of Toledo. But I think Toledo should be the Toledo torpedoes, okay. Instead of a rocket, yeah. It's like a rocket, but you're like it's like a torpedo, but you're just like not right. connecting Thank that you. dot. Thank you for sharing. Anytime. That's enough. Anytime. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so yeah, of course, we have the big one tomorrow. Oh yeah, football is here. It starts tomorrow in Happy Valley. Luke will be there working. I'll be there as a fan. Yep, and you know people have asked me, I never get to go to a game as a fan. I'm excited about that opportunity. Yeah, I never get to do that, and so, you know, senior year I'd like to do that, and so, obviously, 
Penn State's got a lot of talent, and it might be a tough matchup, but it, it, it'll be a fun time, and I think there'll be a lot of golden blue up there in the stands. I, I believe that, the too. The true old golden blue, not that Penn State Navy. No. No, no good. Um, no. So, you know, no quarterback has been actually announced as the starter yet. I don't, you know, Brown said maybe we'll get it at halftime with a chuckle. But uh, I would imagine we'll see the quarterback that runs out there for the first series would be the starter. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, that's what it would be, but, like, the season-long starter. Yeah. I don't think that it's still a competition at this point. Um, defense is going to have to make some plays, mm-hmm. and it's it's not going to be easy. It's going to be a crazy environment, one that it's going to be similar to that of Pitt, but you add another 30,000 people. Yeah. So, but And also the crowd's going to be against you because at Pitt – yeah, it was mostly fair enough. WVU fans. I, I think that there's going to be more WVU fans there than people realize. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be fifty fifty, oh, but no. it it there might be thirty percent WVU. That would not shock me, especially because this is a actual very drivable game. Yeah, and uh, it's one that's a very old rivalry. You know, it hasn't been played in thirty years. I get it, but it still matters to people who've been around. You know yeah. that that know what this game means. Um, you know, I for the past year since football ended we've been seeing stuff about it oh man what it's going to be like and how you know things are going to be and what to expect and all of those things that go into that uh but i'm i'm very excited to get up there to happy valley tomorrow this chair is so squeaky we got to get some big chairs yeah. down here it drives <laughs> me crazy uh, i'm excited i think it's going to be a great environment uh this it's going to be a test for this mountaineer team right out of the gate and, and they're wearing the right uniforms Yes. Thank God. I, I I was a little worried. What do you mean the right? I uniforms? was a little worried. They're wearing the 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 blue hat, the white jersey, and the gold uh, pants. Gold pants with the gold sleeves. Yeah, I that, was a little so nice. worried. I didn't know what they were gonna do here. I wouldn't have even hated if they went color on color and were all the all gold. Yeah. But I get why they didn't. I I I love this uniform setup. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the video. Yet, uh, I haven't seen the video yet. No, so they. Uh, oh goodness, let me let me make sure I have the name right. Um, so Neil Brown, yesterday or maybe it was earlier this morning, um, had it where it's Caden Beiser. Mm-hmm. So they do the uniform announcement every week inside the uh, football room where we yeah. see all the press conferences. Fun. So this week they had the uniform come out, right? And it's always somebody different every week. It was Caden Beiser's dad who used uh, to play here. Oh, that's awesome. And then they announced he was on full scholarship. That's incredible. Yeah, his whole family was there. So it's a really, really cool video. Go check it out on, at WVU Football on Twitter. Uh, yeah, Caden Beiser's dad comes out, and he's dressed up in the uniform for this week. It's the blue hat, the white jersey, the gold sleeves and uh, pants. It's a clean look. Yeah. The only way I think you can make it better is if you go to the logo that's the state logo, that's mm-hmm. the American flag one. That is my favorite helmet in West Virginia uh, yeah. history. I wish they'd wear it more. I get why they don't, but uh, that that is such a clean look, too. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see what happens. It is going to be a great uniform matchup. Yeah. I think that I think that's going to be Penn State fun. should wear the blue jersey, the white hat, and the white pants is what I would assume. Yeah. Right. Penn State doesn't really go off of that look, nah. which is understandable. It's a... Perfect look. Yeah, it's totally you fine. See it, you it know works. That's Penn State. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, but it's going to be a real test, I think, for both starting quarterbacks, whoever it is for WVU, which my presumption is that it's going to be Garrett Green. Yep. It's going to be a test for him. I don't think he's started in an away game that's going to have the atmosphere that this game's going to have. Never. But also Drew Aller for Penn State. That's who many people are, many people close to that team are suspecting. And, you know, sophomore, first ever start. And I think I, it was either you or Mounts that said it this morning, but. You know, even if everybody in the crowd is for you, you got a lot of eyes watching you. And you know, you got 100,000 people with a whole lot more on TV watching. Well, right. That's the thing, right? It's the national game of the week, too, on NBC. The yeah. first Big Ten on NBC night game ever. All of those things that go into that. I will say, I thought it was interesting. Um, again, I don't have it in front of me. I should. Uh, the play by play and color crew, NBC crew for WVU, PSU. The guy that, yeah, it's Todd Blackledge, that's his name. Mm-hmm. He is calling the game as the color commentator. It was a quarterback for Penn State that's 3-0 and against West Virginia. Oh, so yeah. that's always so frustrating, right? Yeah. When, when you are a fan of a team and the guy calling the game played for one of the teams. Yeah. And, you know, that, that stinks. Because last year for Pitt, it was Matt Berry and Lewis Riddick. And it's like, well, Lewis Riddick went to Pitt. You know that he does not feel great about West Virginia, yeah. and you know that's going to be similar in this case tomorrow. Uh, and that always frustrates me a little bit. There's a little bit of a conflict of interest there. I know that they're calling the game, and they will try to be as impartial as they can be, but it's noticeable, and it matters, right? And, and so sometimes it's frustrating. Yeah. And Like, you go back, and you always know that Aikman and Buck are going to egg on for the Cowboys, and you know that Romo is not going to like the Steelers. Like, th- those just types of things that are – people that like the Steelers you know in, in those national games that are consistently on TV there's guys that like Ohio State there's guys that don't like Ohio State you know the, it, it's always going to be something and you're never going to find the perfect crew I get that but it can be very frustrating sometimes when when this is consi- uh, consistently the case for your team when they're on national TV mm-hmm. and they they don't get the benefit of a doubt I'd love to hear Pat Mack if he called WV again well, right like he did right Let, let's yeah. go back when they were in Baylor a couple years ago at Baylor he called it on a Thursday night in a cowboy hat and all that stuff and it was very <laughs> obvious his feelings on the game he since has not done that yeah but like it was nice to see that for a change you know what I mean so it, it it's never going to be perfect, and I'm not blaming NBC or anything like that or trying to say they're going to have a favorable broadcast. You want a guy that's going to get on there and break down Penn State because Penn State's going to be a power in college football this year. I yeah. get it. But, you know, at the same time, it's going to be frustrating for some fans at home watching on TV, I think. Yeah, I think so too. But I, I will say the environment's going to be awesome. The opportunity's there for this team. If they can establish that run early, make some plays defensively early, try to throw Aller off his game because, again, this will be his first true start. Yeah. Uh, there's a chance. Yeah, I, I agree. Ground and pound early, and I think we're going to see that from both teams, you know, talking about help Aller establish the run game and take some weight off of him at first. And I think WVU is probably going to try to do that too, even if it includes involving Garrett Green in the run game, which I think they will do a lot throughout the season. But I think that it's going to be a really, really fun game to watch. Yeah, I think so, too. It's a great environment, uh, a way to get West Virginia in the spotlight for sure, which is always going to be a good thing. Uh, I I think that people like when West Virginia is good and in the conversation. 
Um, that goes for basketball as well. And we know they've been in the conversation for baseball now for some time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think that tomorrow the opportunity is there for them to m- make a statement, but they have to be able to do that and yep. make that statement. So the question is, are they ready to go for it? Neil Brown thinks they are. Yep. Uh, you know, there's true belief in that locker room right now, which is never going to be a bad thing. Everybody seems to be going in the same direction, which is really, really good. And, you know, you can't coach effort. And I right. think the effort's going to be there tomorrow for the Mountaineers. Now, can they stop that Penn State run game? Are they going to be able to offensively play against that tough Penn State defense that's got a lot of talent on that roster? Um, guys coming off the edge. This West Virginia offensive line is going to have to be ready. They're going to yep. be the one of the best, if not the best, in the Big 12 and somewhere near the top in the country. But can they hold this Penn State offensive line at bay tomorrow? Donaldson's a guy you're not going to want to tackle as the game goes on, and that goes the same, the opposite way, though, for the West Virginia defense and the two All-American running backs that Penn State's going to bring out and have in there for him. Uh, Nick Singleton is a dude, right? He's going to be at the next level playing on Sundays. He's a guy that's going to run you over. You're not going to want to tackle him in the first quarter, let alone the fourth quarter. The same goes for Donaldson, but... I mean, these are two teams that are going to run the ball effectively tomorrow, and that's going to be the goal is to see who can establish the run to then establish a play-action pass for these young quarterbacks to be able to go in there and air that ball out deep. Because the second you can get those DVs to jump and get a pass over the top and break this game open, that's going to be the difference, right? And and who is going to be the more disciplined team tomorrow? Because that's something you can coach. Who's going to be the less penalized team? Who's going to make the less mistakes? Procedure matters. You know, special teams is going to matter tomorrow. Who's going to make the kicks? Who's can, you know, that's a big question, too. West Virginia does not have Casey Legg this year. Yeah. You know, they, they've got to have that reliable kicking. And uh, that's a big, big deal in college football and, and football in general. So a lot to look forward to tomorrow, Luke. And uh, we'll see what happens, right? Absolutely. I'm excited. I'll be there on the ground. Follow the DA Sports uh, Twitter We'll be posting live updates from the game and some live stats, and be sure to wait around for the recap. Yeah, it'll be out. Uh, lots of fun coming this weekend for Mountaineer Sports. We'll break it all down for you next week. Any final thoughts here, Luke? Nothing for me. All right, sounds good. That'll do it for this edition of the Mountaineer Sports Insider. Please subscribe and follow us on Twitter at Fairbanks2WBU. It's the MSI Podcast. Podcast.